0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy
2: detective. Good to see you, friend. It's good to be seen by you, a man who
1: I enjoy seeing. Every week on Slick, Jordan, huh? Jesse Go. We take a look at the polls, break them down, and predict the election for you based on our mathematical <laughs> expertise. Yeah. We know what's going to happen before it happens. Not just the polls, also the betting markets, so that we can consult the wisdom of the crowds. Now, what election? Are we doing local elections now? Yeah, for example. Ordinances, uh, dog we, catcher. We, uh, we were one of the only ones. Mm-hmm. One of the only podcasts out there. You won't find this. Uh, you won't find this on on the Slate political gab Fest, mm-hmm. One of the only caught podcasts, sorry out there Dickerson, that predicted Gilberto Cedillo's city council race here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it was a real upset. Congratulations to Gilberto Cedillo for winning his city council seat here in the city of Los Angeles. So, what are we tackling today? Uh, well, I figured we'd take it. We'd take a week off. From polls, from the numbers. Yeah.
2: No, we've really been cramming people's heads with facts, figures, maps, gerrymandering, explainers. districts. I love explainers,
1: mm-hmm. but I think it's a time to take a hey, week off from just explainers. Let's have a little fun this week. How about this week is a fun week a just for us? Okay? Yeah. You do four takes for the script and one take just for us. Oh, this, this is like working with Vince Vaughn. Exactly. <laughs> I'm Vince Vaughn. Oh, Cool. Who who am I? Uh, Somebody getting bullied by Vince Vaughn. (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) Uh, Vince Vaughn's funny.
2: Yeah. Um, So I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to let you go and see what comes out. Just wind me up. And set me loose like one of those mechanical Vince Vaughns. And it's, it's just really funny. And it's nice that we're getting people a peek behind the curtain because every right. time I do like an interview about this show, and I will I'll, from time to time, you know, my we'll set up a press junk at the studio, will or right? I'll be on a talk show, or
1: you're just at the Grove and you run into that guy from Save by the Yeah, <laughs> Oh, uh, it's a
2: Universal City Walk now. Oh, okay, yeah, so I just Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But I am at City Walk from time to
1: time. Right. It's the home of LA's only Margaritaville. <laughs> right, sure. And where else are you going to get glow in the dark stuff if you're not going to go to the stuff- store that only sells glow in the dark stuff?
2: Yeah. Um, so a lot of times people, I'll people get interviewed about this, you know, entertainment journalists, that kind of thing. And they Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters, yeah. And everything, every time I do this, people ask me, so Jordan, Jesse, go. How much of it is improv? How yeah. much of it is improv? Because I think that's the important thing to know about a comedy project. Is it hard to admit how much we stick to the script? Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, I listen. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna give you credit for
1: your off the cuffery. Well, I create the illusion mm-hmm. of spontaneity. It's something called acting. Yeah. But, you know, we do have a great script, and I just want
2: to give David Mamet credit for the wonderful episodes he writes for us week to week.
1: Great podcasts come down to great writing, and mm-hmm. if we didn't have Mamet, we would have nothing. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter who you have directing the podcast. It doesn't matter who's on the board. If we don't have Mamet, we're nothing. We're, it, we would be worse than, I don't know, just to pick a random example, <laughs> a recent David Mamet play. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Foundation... On which we build. I like David Mamet. Same here.
1: Maybe not personally. Not sure. No. Might be bad. Yeah. Hard to tell. Saw him once in public wearing a beret. Oh, well, that's that was pretty fun. good. Best friends with Jonathan Katz like that. <laughs> so that's two
2: points. Mm, yeah. Let's not think of more. Okay. So we, should we introduce our guest?
1: We, t- we have a hot topic loaded up. I think he's the perfect guest for this week's program. Mm-hmm. Because when he is not doing data journalism, <laughs> he is a comedian. A musician. A best-selling author. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Nate (laughs) Silver. Greg Barrett. Guys, the numbers, uh, you know, they tell the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They really do tell the story.
1: Well, if you have a great storyteller to interpret Mm -hmm. them. Yes, and if you
0: like stories that are number-based... Those are the kind of stories you're going to get.
1: That's a good point. When you do
0: the numbers and you crunch them. And by the way, I've enjoyed both of you. And I also, I don't know if you guys, I took the online Masters David Mamet podcast writing class. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was really good. It only cost me $170. Wow. And I learned, yeah.
1: That's an incredible value.
0: It's a pretty good value. Um, I would
1: pay... Two hundred seventy dollars for that class. That's
0: a that's Jordan. A, what would you
2: pay for that class? Well, I mean, I already sunk my money into Steve Martin teaches banjo. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I get
0: you there. I um, get you there. So
2: I don't have a lot of disposable income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fourteen thousand dollars.
0: I spent. I uh, I mortgaged my house for Dustin Hoffman. Just shakes his head and goes, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Well, you have to love her.
1: He's done so much. Yeah,
0: and he we've has. done so
1: little. That is." That well true really I have done so little Jordan's done so little. Yeah. you're a best-selling author, yeah. a comedian, a musician, a cancer survivor that's right
0: that's right that's right and I, but I, and, um, you're all of our hero <laughs> um I did i got, I got I had I had cancer I was uh I think maybe a little late. Uh, I was I was not able to squeeze a one person show out of it. Yeah, yeah, or even a revelation. I didn't even squeeze a revelation out of it. <laughs> you have no new not information. I was actually just fine before cancer. Uh, and I feel like it, I, I feel okay afterwards.
2: For, for the viewers who maybe are listeners rather who maybe don't follow you on the social media, right? Where or, right, or right. or or I see only
0: you. tweet about my
2: cancer. Yeah. What, what what sort of what sort of cancer? I had a thing called non
0: Hodgkin's B cell lymphoma mm-hmm. in my intestine, which was very painful, very aggressive, but also uh, uh, mostly treatable. I would say treatable. I don't mm. I don't know why I'm hedging my bets. I don't have – I had cancer. As my doctor likes to say, I'll tell you when you have cancer again. Mm. You don't have cancer. So it's been about a Thumbs? year, about a year oh, and a half. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now,
1: can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, when you got the all-clear from your doctor, Yeah. is that when you treated yourself to a pair of
0: rose-colored pants? Oh, I <laughs> – I, you know what I said i said this I said this is going to be a different life after mm-hmm. cancer, so I did have a revelation about my pants
2: because you're looking at life through those pants now
0: well <laughs> <you know. laughs>
2: <laughs> We're trying awful. to see the best in everyone's pants.
0: I feel like they didn't have the desired effect, given that the way the world is outside. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I just keep my rose-colored pants on until it changes.
1: Yeah, Greg yeah. Baron doesn't. Greg Baron doesn't mess with a bad color combination. Well, you
0: know what? Mm-hmm. They went. They went Crayola. They went Crayola last year. The the people that, that make pants. They went. Hey, if you if you don't love khaki. Or sand. Mm-hmm. How about red, blue, orange, lavender, olive, taupe? Like they just went kind of crazy with it. They also make a uh, for an older guy. They make a nice stretch twill.
1: That could be. Yeah. You know,
0: who's they? Uh, these are uh, Urban Outfitter, but everybody who makes a khaki does it. J. Crew does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might
1: those it. might be millennial pink.
0: Yeah, I think they are in that millennial r- uh, blush rose yeah.
2: or. I mean, I would call those festival wear. They are.
0: <laughs> These are Greg, kind of festival wear.
1: take
2: off I the actually head just, dress. I actually It's just, not appropriate. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cultural appropriation. Uncomfortable you look very cute in it. Yeah. Thanks, I'm going to just swap it out for this flower crown. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I will say about once a month for about four and a half minutes, I will consider a loud pair of pants. It yeah. goes away, but I'll consider it.
0: I yeah I mean I'll look,
2: see a man in a nice loud pants and I'm like maybe I could be a loud pants man.
0: My, I don't w- think I they can. They used to call them jackass pants. They were actually like they were kind of old old white guys. Mm-hmm. Old wealthy white guys would wear what they called jackass pants, and that could be anything <laughs> from a pair of pink, a pair of pink khakis. I mean, uh, or you know, uh, 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 tw- a pink twill pants to like a um, you know the uh, uh, Madras check you know yeah, those right. kind of those were kind of those were kind of like six p m early cocktail yeah uh, people in there the, with a, where were the you know in you. the Chevy chase community yeah that's hundred percent not in like, the
1: community of Chevy Chase Maryland
0: Right, these yeah, are a community community people, of people. Someone who the people Chevy that live Chase around would Chevy play Chase. in a
2: movie. Yes. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a a villainous frat guy who wants to shut down the yeah. fun frat.
0: Yeah, this it's a very preppy. It was a very, it was a very preppy look. Yeah. This morning,
1: very... I saw as I was leaving my uh, daughter's elementary school, I saw an old man on uh, his porch, and in one hand he had a watering can, mm-hmm. a small watering can, and in the other hand he had a cane. And he was wearing outrageous plaid pants, white sneakers, and a cardigan. And for a second, I thought I was looking at a cartoon from the 70s. Mm -hmm. uh, But actually, it was a real old man dressed as a parody of an old man.
0: I, I mean, first off, that's how I'm going out. What you just described, like that to me, that's a lifestyle. Like that's a choice that you make because at that point, it's like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Put it on. Get a cane. Water your cane.
1: To be fair. Water your cane. <laughs> to be fair on him, no yeah. chain wallet. That would be the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, would yeah, switch yeah. the white sneakers for a van, maybe. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. And sure, then sure. I would add a chain wallet, and we could get to a Greg Gregory Barrent signature look.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, I mean, money's going to be so important to hang on to back, right. You know, later on. Absolutely, uh, we are
1: on a fixed income.
2: That's Greg, right. did I notice on your chain wallet you have a? You, is there a letter or an – do you have
0: a? It, 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 it's um uh it is the uh oh, it's t- <laughs> I forgot about that it's. it's It's off my sister's keychain. Who my sister passed away last year. Okay, and wearing the well, it's a K and it has diamonds on it. And I wore it for a necklace for a while. It just didn't really work. Yeah. A big sparkly K on my chest. There were just to me like, what is that, dude? And then sure. I'm like, oh, my dead sister. And then it just the – just everything goes sideways then.
2: And now you only so, have to explain it to guys who maybe looked at your behind about five minutes it's,
0: ago. It, you know what? It begs the question. Sure. It, there's a K hanging out of my back pocket on yeah. my wallet. It begs the question. And I, I just uh, – I wanted to hang on to it. I didn't know where to put it. One day I just slapped it on there and left it on. That's great. I, that's, a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a great tribute. She'd like it. Yeah. She would like it. She I, wouldn't like it that I put on my chest. She would be like – was your sister anti-chain wallet? No, 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 no. My sister only dated guys if they had a chain wallet and a little bit of a record. Okay. <laughs> you know, she, I used to go, do you just wait outside of San Quentin for them? Like, how do they them this bad? Um, but she would appreciate that.
1: My mom just. Uh, my mom is currently looking for a roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom has a rent control. Oh, I wish my
0: sister is still alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my mom has a rent control department in San Francisco's Mission District, which is a golden treasure mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. she yes. intends to will to myself and my wife. Uh, my name is on the lease, uh, has well, been. Yeah, that's a great. My mom's been there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she... that is, as far as she's concerned, our inheritance. Uh, it certainly isn't money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does not – she does not have that, uh, which is why she's looking for a roommate. And the thing is, is, like, the neighborhood consumed by very rich 26-year-old dudes uh, because they all work at Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless them. hmm <laughs>
0: You know what? Don't God bless them. You know that the entire city is just a campus now.
1: Uh, it's very, right. It's just very, an internet campus. Very, yeah. very, very weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so what she does not want, a 26-year-old dude living mm-hmm. in her house. That would My mom is a 71-year-old woman. Right. She's a... Retired college professor and, sure. and current antique stealer. She can't stay up late at night playing Nintendo Switch with these guys. Exactly.
0: Uh-huh. She just wants first Or sit down to a mid-afternoon voodoo donut. <laughs> she
2: had round three. I like to have a nice donut uh-huh. covered in Fruit Loops. Yeah. It's nice. It's my me time. <laughs> I have my nice donut covered in Fruit Loops.
0: Some bulletproof coffee and she really
2: gets it going. <laughs> right. Then I have my 330 Ultra shit back
0: to work. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had a 330 Ultra Shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be so that we all invest in later, guys. Let's talk about so, where so we're going to make our nut.
1: For about a year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. my mom has had this woman living in her house named Yuki, who is a middle-aged Japanese woman who's very smart and very considerate. This is my mom's dream. All really? my mom wants is to have someone in her house that she, when she cooks, they appreciate it. Okay. And they're polite. Uh-huh. Is it a, and is they it, don't is, break is her thing.
0: Is it cooking worth appreciating? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, I go. mean, okay.
1: Not like a, she's not like a, a, a professional chef, but right. she's a good cook. Yeah. And uh, so she is just looking for a person. But you keep moving back to Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, she was in the United States learning English. Uh, she's works at a bank or something. Right. She's moving back to Japan. needs need to, My mom needs to replace her. And there's like all these laws about how you can and can't evict uh, a uh, a roommate because they're considered a tenant. A subletter is a tenant. There are very tight tenant protections in San Francisco, so you cannot fuck it up on the front end. Basically. Anyone that comes into your house, you have to be comfortable with having them in your house indefinitely. For a lifetime. Because you can't just give them the boot because they broke something.
0: Now, do you think most people renting know that? Probably in San Francisco they do. Yeah, in San Francisco, I think- They're always talking about the rules in San Francisco.
1: Well, I mean, I think in San Francisco, they just figure uh, that if something goes wrong- they will be caught by the safety net in some way. Uh, right. That right. you know, right. that socialism will protect them. Right. Uh, yeah. As it should. Yes. And uh so my mom emailed me the other day with I guess like an application from a forty-four-year-old bouncer slash EMT who has three kids but he doesn't live with them. And he's looking for a place to stay, and he just needs to get back on his feet. He makes $800 a night bouncing. I can't remember what it is. It's some extraordinary amount of money bouncing. $400 a night bouncing. Hundreds of dollars each night that he bounces. But recently— You think you're bouncing five nights a week? I think he's bouncing two nights a week, Still pretty good. Three nights a week, and then EMTing at other times.
0: And uh, that guy likes to get in the action, man. Yeah, he, he really likes, likes to get his it. hands he dirty. It. He likes it when stuff goes down, like he likes when there's a you know what I mean. Mm. He likes to say this, everybody, step back.
1: <laughs> and that really works at both jobs. You need to
0: step away, sir. Back it up, sure. please.
1: And he recently there was an accident on his, in his ambulance, and in his ambulance, in his on his the oh, on accident the route. occurred to his ambulance. Okay, gotcha. Uh, it affected his ambulance, mm-hmm. and the other, the patient and driver died he survived oh my god his shoulder got messed up but they put it back together and he's doing pretty good now yeah and my mom said is does this guy seem weird <laughs>
2: are any Are any bells being rung <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and I was like mom I'm not saying you shouldn't have lunch with this guy in a public place <laughs> and and have a chat maybe he's wonderful mm-hmm. yeah
0: but yes, well, well, absolutely. fucking yeah. He sounds terrifying. Oh, my God. He's got dependence, and he has, the, and he has something that can make it go. I can't. I can't. My shoulder. I got to. I'm just going to be around, really. I'm going to yeah. be around a lot. I can't. That accident.
2: And he's just looking for a room to rent. Do you think he has his own Nintendo Switch, or will your mom need to provide that?
1: That's the other thing. He says, not only does he not have a Nintendo Switch, What? he wants my mom to get one of those miniature NES systems, oh, which are very well, difficult yeah, to get. Yeah, well they stopped making those. They're dramatically oversold. Yeah. You have to go get Craigslist the or eBay, eBay mark the only, up, only way to get one of those huge. miniature NES systems. How's this guy how's my mom <sighs> even supposed to do that? She's already Man. cooking for him. Yeah. So tough situation for my mom. Very she, tough. Thankfully she had lunch with him. Mm-hmm. She said he was a very nice man, oh, I wish we but could maybe not a good fit.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, look, you have a burgeoning media empire here. And, wh- why, uh, and I could just tell when we were talking, I-, I guarantee you there were just many people in the... It's actually a crumbling media empire. Oh, is that a yes, crumbling, crumbling media yeah, empire? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, Do you want to hear, hear me? you got to hear me? I think you've got to change the font. It reads <laughs> differently outside. Uh, it, it's under the rocket. but uh, yeah. Greg, would you like to hear me play <laughs> fiddle? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would. I would love to. I would, I, I, think you, I, I think you're I, just spending too much on Unix.
1: That's fair. Sorry, I don't want <laughs> to... I don't, don't want to... You, you, you don't want to... You, you don't want to get to the vomitorium and it's empty. You have to have action there sure, already or yes. else people won't feel comfortable having a good time.
0: Here's an embarrassing question. Cause yeah. I, what is too much? No,
1: what, you're right. Yeah, what
0: is too much to spend? I don't know. In it's terms of general Because I, I, be I might be where you're at.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, they say... Put one of your paychecks a month toward rent. Right, right. Put put one paycheck into savings. right? Sure. And then the other two paychecks right to eunuch. Right to eunuch. So, yeah. that,
0: so that's so that's okay. That's a, that's. A, and
2: they'll find yeah. food for you. Yeah. They'll I find took, food. Now I will, took will, a class. you
0: get a letter from a eunuch? Will this be like a couple of weeks from now? You go look. We didn't mean <laughs> we what we were saying. We were kidding around. Mm-hmm. And I just if they're if you're a eunuch and you like the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're not. We're not having sport. Whatever yeah, kind right. of
1: ceremonial I, genital mutilation you have found yourself in, yeah, right. Uh, we uh, we appreciate we support your we sure do. support. We the absolutely program. do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No matter what ancient culture you belong to, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Romans, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the Visigoths, <laughs> uh, whether it's
0: the Mongol horde, yeah. We yeah. accor-
1: we appreciate all hordes.
0: Who yeah. what what was Hannibal, or the Bohemian Club? It doesn't matter. Hannibal was
1: a uh, uh hmm. Cross the Alps, elephants. He had to cross the Alps. Yeah, he was a. You know what? I would ask our colleague Daniel to verify this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last week we had him look into whether the tiny octopuses that come with fried calamari are actually tiny octopuses, and uh, he said they were. He looked it up, said they were. Uh, Turns out, no, they are not. They are part of a squid. Mm. They're the squiddy part of a small squid. And they just round off the heads so it looks like an octopus. Yeah, they chop the eyeball part out. The the pointy part becomes rings and the squibbly bit becomes a tiny octopus. But it's not literally a tiny octopus. So we cannot trust Daniel with regard to the question of who Hannibal Mm -hmm. is. Hannibal, by the way, the answer very funny stand up comedy, <laughs> right? Yeah, very funny stand
0: up comedy. Oh yeah, very very ta- very, funny. very talented. So, is your, so, will your mom. I just feel like there may there may be a, there may be a way that either audience members or maybe we just bring bring you know potential roommates on. Yeah, and have a show and vet, oh. a, and vet, vet make vet a your podcast mom. out yeah, of this. A small mom, batch, yeah, a small batch of vetting this person as a community. Yeah. You, know you know
1: that. Our entire audience is composed of twenty-six-year-old guys that work at Twitter and live in San Francisco's Mission <laughs> District. Right. Right. So, the,
2: oh, right. That's true. That's Had true. Had you now just a just a thought? Yeah. Maybe you know. Obviously, she loves this apartment. She's in a great situation
1: because have, you know. Have I thought about moving in with her. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got to get away from the old ball and chain. Yeah. Finally, somebody get in there who with the old cook. mom and
2: chain. <laughs> yeah. Your mom owns a oh. chain.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Um, of frozen yogurt places. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you thought about you know maybe maybe you know mom mom moves out, you know maybe somewhere a little more affordable. Uh, sells the place, <laughs> and then you <laughs> turn it. Sells the place she rents. Yeah, I, this doesn't hold up. It's yeah. leading to just a S- dumb joke. Sells her lease. Yeah. Sells her lease. Uh, you turn the thing, bar slash ball pit.
1: Oh yeah. Ball pit bar and hey, it's
2: gonna be. Trying to
0: it, what's a ball pit bar? You mean like a ball pit, like with the kids? It's gonna be yeah. like a, like a ball pit, but for this adults? is for grown-ups. Well, but it has who are kids. So at it's, heart. A de- it's deeper.
1: It's yeah, for like yeah. cool. Like imagine like I'm trying to think of who would enjoy this. Maybe like a twenty six, like a software guy, oh, yeah, right? Nintendo yeah. high tech marketing sure. guy. Yeah. He's got a Nintendo Switch. Switch. Switch! He's got one of those little Nintendo Entertainment systems. He got that on eBay.
2: Um, I and, and hey, this place is gonna be crowded. You know what? It's gonna need. It's gonna need a bouncer.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's gonna need eunuchs. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's probably oh, that, gonna need. Both. That's why it needs a bouncer.
2: <laughs> These yeah. guys have a couple too many <laughs> Moscow mules. They're gonna right. get rowdy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That Those is something
2: cups. That is something that exists is the ball pit bar. I think it is a pop up thing, so it might not exist all the time. Right. But I, I, I
0: was watching videos of people at the. At the ball pit. Bar. It feels like millennials just can't stop doing things publicly that people go, What? You've got to stop. Yeah. You've got to let make people think that you can do more than this when the grid goes down. Just <laughs> give old people something to feel okay about. Look, most of them don't want to yell at you about avocados, but you're doing it to yourself now. And look, it's not your fault. It, 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 you know, when, when 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 the Wild Things movie came out, we all got confused and wondered who wanted that, and then we figured it out very quickly, and we were furious. And we now we knew who you were. You'd, you 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 had flown your flag, millennials. But you uh, got to stop with the ball. Well, the yeah, ball pit. Greg, I I've
1: that, got a, I've got a little piece of advice for you, Mister Generation X. Yeah, how about this? Get a job. Whoa. Okay. How <laughs> about this? How about this, Mr. Slacker? How about you uh, get a job? With oh, slacking okay. and watching reruns of Gilligan's Island.
0: I'm wearing so you that- <laughs> your grandpa's cardigan, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so wish that wasn't accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you how many guys I was we – we were talking about this a little bit before. The, I can't tell you how many guys are my age. are like, so what do we – now what happens? You <laughs> put away enough well enough for a future that was different not this future (laughs) well what are you doing now I don't know what are you doing Mm -hmm. are we starting an open mic really (laughs) yeah just a bunch of old yeah sure
2: 50 and up open mic. Man, yeah, can, I, yeah, can I, it could I be at yeah, the Sizzler? Starts yeah. around 5 or 6. Yeah, Everybody's we, in bed by 8. That
0: means we'd have to get, uh, uh, we have to find some old TV executives who are in their 70s to come out and offer us a TV deal. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Keep everybody employed. Yeah, keep everybody the whole, yeah, keep can I tell, going.
1: Can I tell you guys a quick open mic anecdote? Yes. Please. Uh, this past weekend, I attended a f- stand up comedy show. hmm. Uh, organized by our friend Riley Silverman, headlined by our friend Guy Branham, two mm-hmm. great friends of Jordan Jesse Go, uh, benefit for a great organization here in Los Angeles called Trans Lifeline. It's a, a helpline for uh, transgender teens and, and adults. And um, it was an amazing, fantastic show. But it was at uh, it, it was at the Improv, mm-hmm. which I realized when I bought the tickets to the show, I had. I've lived in Los Angeles for 10 years, have not been to a comedy club hmm. in 10 years. I went to a number, I went to many comedy club shows when I lived in San Francisco, uh, but I have never been to the uh, the... The joke factory. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: Let's say, So what do you got? I guess you got three. I guess you got the laugh factory. You got the, the comedy store. The laugh
0: factory, comedy store, uh, the improv. Um, uh, there's the uh, what's the what thing out in Pasadena? Uh, the ice ice house. Ice house. I guess
1: I we we did that show. Uh, Al Madrigal uh, flappers loaned us flappers. a show that he did at the ice house for a little while. That we did a few shows there.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I
1: had never like attended as uh, I had never attended as a as an attendee a Los Angeles show. And my wife and I, uh, the show was announced as starting at 9.30. Turns out it started at 10. Just a trick to sell you drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to the – the, they had us mill around outside. Um, was this in the main
0: minute. stage or in the lab? So it was
1: originally in the main stage, moved to the lab. sure. Uh, so, uh, nice space. Good room. Great great little, great, great I've seen room. a great couple room. of shows there, too. I like it a lot. Yeah. 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 It's and usually,
2: I feel like if you're going into somewhere secondary space, yeah. you're getting fucked somehow. Right. But this is, I think, more fun. Yeah. Anyway. Everybody- Yeah,
0: it's a great- Yeah, it is. It's a good room. And I have been able to sell- that thing to half. So it feels <laughs> very good.
1: Everybody, uh, everybody, everybody that worked for the club, just was super nice to us, like super pleasant and mm-hmm. nice, uh, nice bartender, uh, all that stuff. Uh, but while we're standing outside, I'm trying to figure out – I'm like, there are like eight dudes here who are definitely stand-up comics. Like none of them do I recognize – but I recognize their weird way of talking to each other, smoking cigarettes, and holding notepads. Yeah, and they're all kind of in a, and I you know, and they're all in a weird fight mm-hmm. that is also a f- sort of friendship. And then that eight becomes twelve, then sixteen. <laughs> Then 20, and suddenly I'm just in a courtyard of these people, just a a fenced-in area Mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, completely surrounded by 28-year-olds smoking cigarettes enthusiastically and holding notepads while yelling stuff at each other. It was the most – and it turned out it's
0: open mic night. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my what is your worst way to die. (laughs) So how right. how are, how are like, you dying maybe, in this situation? I guess being on fire or sharks or yeah. no, just in a courtyard with comics pre-show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, just, they just keep showing up, right? Uh, comics who
1: are not quite comics. Not yeah, these just, are semi-professional yeah, to just be a, generous. Just any kind comics. Of a, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just so, a, just just comics that have that time free.
2: So, Greg, how are you dying in this situation? Are you taking your own life? Or are you is a is, is is are
1: you? I just
0: die of smoke. I know I die of hubris <laughs> and smoke inhalation. Sure. Yeah.
1: So. I was looking for I was looking for exit plans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't consider the sweet release of death. Mhm. As Dude, like, I was can standing. I impale myself somewhere? Yeah. Is there
0: comedy clubs and chameleons come with the stench of comedy. Sure. It's a very strange thing <laughs> with the desire for there to be great that with with hope From the comics (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, and sort of hope from the club, and that's a lot of pressure to put on comedy. That's why I think in the recent years people have enjoyed it when it hasn't been at comedy clubs, because upon entering them, you're like, I'm already let down from a thing I've been expecting, and I didn't even. Ah. And this is, and for many people, uh, especially guys of your generation, that's not the way you've come to expect comedy. So, but I think you know the comedy club era and that whole thing is so bizarre that when you go into it, you're like, this feels like. It feels like part of a universal city walk.
1: Yeah. Sure. Well, this what is a
0: mean? thing from like real world, but it's not the real world yeah. version of it anymore.
2: Yeah. This is like it is it is a just a little step away from a TGI Fridays.
0: It's right. It, because it's a business that actually allows you to do comedy while they sell food. You yeah, don't have yeah, to yeah. rent the room. Sure. Yeah. You know? but I mean, I
1: feel like I have been maybe in similar situations at you know the punchline in San Francisco or something i feel like in a place that's not los angeles uh it is just that group that same group of people is 12 people and they're more likely to be nice people uh even if they're not great at comedy uh some of them may be great at comedy uh but like in it was so I have never been in a thirsty—and usually I'm pro-thirstiness. I want to be clear that I am not someone to insult people for their—I get it. I come on strong. Sure. I I come in there hot. Sure, and when you'll fall into the occasional thirst trap, right? Yeah. I'll take take a big swing from time to Mm -hmm. time. I'm not anti-thirst. No, right. But the level of thirstiness was— was so profound and overwhelming. It was so terrifying and
0: uncomfortable well, to be and, there. And different than the punchline in San Francisco, you know, this is Los Angeles, so you're not only standing underneath a, a, a very, very bad mural that includes Jay Leno. And oh, yeah, sure. It's a, a way
2: terrible it's it's mural. Jay Leno and, and Jay Moore. And
0: David Spade never looking more like Vince Neil. Yeah. And But then, also, the club is under the expectation that at any moment, any one of these massive stars from tv could come in and and make you disappointed for all the things to follow yeah <laughs> and so it really is it really is like a weird and you know and, and all of the comedy clubs in LA sort of have that
1: you yeah. know um because part of how those businesses sell their tickets is this kind of expectation that one that at any moment they'll have a twelve comedian lineup? Everybody's doing their ten minutes, yeah. And at any moment, any one of those people might get bumped by Dave Chappelle or whatever.
0: Right. And in the early days, it, it was filled with guys that became stars, and it was a new idea that you know, in Bud's Improv and that like you know, and so Shandling and Robin and David Letterman, all those people were at those clubs. So it was, and it was a small comedy was a very small, such a small niche thing. You know, whereas now it's like they've got there's 10 stars on their Netflix queue. So people are much savvier about it. I didn't even know that people still smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. That seems to be coming back. I'm not blaming the current administration. Do you? I, I am. Can we can we just blame vaping? I mean, relatively. Oh, vaping, to vaping is a gateway. People, no. uh, people start
2: by vaping and they're like, eh, might as well. I, I think, think
0: they catch a reflection a- of themselves vaping and go, I should just smoke.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Sure. I think, like, yeah, right my, from my perspective, <laughs> what it is is that, that for a palming long time, it, sucking it in, oh,
0: drives me crazy.
1: Pre-vaping, there was a long decline in smoking as people looked at smoking and thought, oh, you know, that's going to make me smelly, that's going to give me cancer, that's going to mm-hmm. make the give me teeth emphys- are yellow, going to yellow sure. my teeth, whatever. All the different reasons why you, it's bad to smoke, and it, a long decline after that. And at a certain point, vaping came along. Mm-hmm. And maybe some people said, maybe this will help me quit smoking. Some people said, I'm, I enjoy these fun flavored vape juices. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people love to blow fatty clouds. Sure, um, You know. Yeah. People like to have rigs. Well, people love stuff. People like to be more like R2-D2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they there's all these reasons people started vaping. But then other people who weren't smokers or vapers were just walking down the street they saw someone vaping and thought, "Fuck that! I'm going to smoke." <laughs>
0: yeah, you mean so they are actually like smoking at the vapors? Exactly. How about this? How about real cancer? Right. So
2: people are going to—it's going to start yeah. with cigarettes, and then people are going to just start combating vapors with Sherlock Holmes pipes. <laughs> it's going to turn into, "Oh, you're going to vape? I wish. Okay, I'm going to you smoke this Sherlock they, Holmes near pipe." The pipe <laughs> never,
0: the pipe never like when I was really little because I'm 54 years old. So when I was really a little kid, the guys had pipes. Mm-hmm. Like my uncle smoked a pipe. And I got to tell you something, guy hitting a pipe later on at night, that smells all right. It that does, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. man. That's got a boardroom smell to it. That yeah. of, my uncle feels like success right now, right? Yeah. He slapped a little Aqua V on earlier in the morning, right? He was living in his moment. Little he was having a pipe. pipe smoke, little bourbon, a, little to, a little pipe smoke, a little bourbon, a little high least.
2: karate. The yeah. least gross of the tobaccos.
0: Yeah. I, but then the cigars come out, and you're like, now a sex crime's going to happen. <laughs> yeah.
2: <The cigars laughs> I. Are creepy. I. I was pipe guy for a while, Greg. Did, oh, my, did you? do a pipe? In maybe like 25, 26, I was. Guy who went outside and smoked a pipe at a oh bar. Oh my god!
0: A little boy, a little Barkham riff. How'd you how'd you get that going? What'd you would you smoke,
2: boy? Uh oh, what do you, oh like uh? So I would sometimes go to like Corn a cob. a t- tobacconist. Uh-huh, yeah, and sure. uh and uh, it started out. I think I had to buy one for like a sketch. Mm-hmm. I had to be. And I was just saying
0: you started in a Monty Python sketch at the tobacconist. Right? right? Yeah, exa- yeah.
2: Yes, the naughty tobacconist. <laughs> That's right. uh, and I got one. I just bought one. You can just buy them at Seven Elevens. I don't know if they still sell them. I don't know if the pipes have been replaced by e-cigarettes or whatever. But I think, you know, at the time you could just go to a 7-Eleven and buy, like, a $5 pipe and then, yeah. like, loose tobacco. But sometimes I would go to, like, a smoke shop and, like, you know, buy nice, loose tobacco and stuff like that. Um, but boy, yeah, I and it was fun to do, and it was definitely, like, a great conversation starter. Everybody, like, wants to know, like, what's the deal with pipe guy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm like, ah, eh, fuck me. <laughs> you know,
1: fuck me. If I saw me, I'd be like, fuck me. Fuck yeah. that guy. You really? also learned that st- tobacco is is not the only thing that can be lit on fire in a pipe. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll do,
2: yes, I, it'll, I can
1: smoke something that will do
2: something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it felt just so, like, cosmetic, you know? It felt just like, eh, you're just, this is your... Thing to be interesting,
0: and I don't meet that many guys where I go. That guy should have a pipe, like yeah. I. But I do thought I did like them. But almost just like more than cigars, which seemed to – when cigars yeah. – cigars always flare up like a boil. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I hate this period of life right now. If I see another yeah. – the cigar, yeah. you know, the thing and yeah. a guy standing outside. It feels
2: yes. like it feels like we're headed toward that again. When I, just, was, I can see the,
1: like, the cigar rebirth on the horizon. When I was deep in – when I was at my deepest in menswear mm-hmm. world, obviously still a participant, uh, that was the thing – that was the one thing that I least – Wanted to deal with like there's all these there's all these asshole accoutrements that go along with uh, dressing fancy Mm -hmm. that like guys who like to dress fancy get into. yep And even as a non drinker, I'm totally not bothered by people who are into uh, like, uh, you know, single sourced liquors or, uh, you know, fancy mixed drinks I'm not bothered by people who want to, like, talk about BMWs. That's, like, less appealing. Um, or, like, James Bond movies. Know, it's fine. I like James Bond movies as much as the next guy. But, fuck. These people want to talk about cigars? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And then they want to smoke a cigar? Oh, no, no, no. I was at a, I will say that I, I still— when
2: I, I when I will do those things, I was at a wedding recently that had a cigar bar, and started out with the eh, fuck this" attitude, but then I like had one and liked it. And I to, like have a I have a buddy who still smokes a pipe, and we'll sit outside and smoke a pipe every now and then, and it's fun. Like I like the things themselves are 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 fun and Jordan. doing them with a group of friends I think is neat but when you I know when that you, you don't blast like, it out in public
1: I don't I know that you don't like to drop names Jordan sure. but you can say the friend's name you Arnold Schwarzenegger He's
2: Yeah it's Arnold Schwarzenegger Yeah he's on the cover of Cigar Aficionado I could see him
0: making a cigar interesting Yeah if he was Yeah you know Oh, that guitar, yeah, cigar and guitar aficionado have the same people yeah. <laughs> on And that makes me hate all of it. And, and
1: also sometimes guitars. we invite our guitars. buddy Bill Clinton. Just Arnold oh, ripping out it. a sweet guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Hi, this is Griffin McElroy.
0: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're
2: the hosts of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products.
0: We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise.
2: Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays because the TV shows on Mondays, and basically we'll recap what we saw, and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? (laughs)
1: I mean it looks lovely with the rose pants as well but I, I like the color on its own
0: it's a good one right it's a classic it's, it's a a li- classic yeah. yeah and i'll tell you man oh go ahead you do your copy no.
1: it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective
0: greg barron you can have a nickname you've been on the show before greg, greg. you've you been on the
1: show for 10 years i know
0: but i don't know if you guys know this but greg barron is my nickname
1: oh. <laughs> <That's a fair laughs> point. yes
2: that is actually my nickname are you permitted to say your real name or is that a secret
0: Um, I am, uh, I am uh, able to say it's Winter
1: Davis. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Let the record show that that joke is even more timely now Mm -hmm. than it will be when it hits your ears. Mm -hmm. It will still be pretty
0: timely when it hits your ears. Yeah. But it is, it is just a fresh Uh, bite of the the apple right now. Yeah, yeah, a little bit on the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is just
1: a fresh, just a nice, Mm -hmm. ripe fucking pear right now great consistency maybe an hey, asian pair
2: speaking of foods oh, i love an asian pair. speaking yeah. of foods we yeah. got some great sponsors this week on jordan just ago one of them is food related and that's blue apron whoa let me at them cakes let me at them cakes blue Ooh, apron let me at them cakes. is a meal by mail delivery kit and they send you some great stuff every week for less than ten dollars per person per meal Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals.
1: Can I clarify something here, Jordan? Please. Blue Apron will help you make elote-style vegetable tostadas with summer squash, poblano peppers, and cilantro rice. But they will not be elote vegetable tostadas. They are in the style of elote. It's like when Weird Al, right? It
2: does like a song, and those, it's not a Devo song, but and it sounds like it, it a incorporates Devo. a lot of the
1: cues of Devo, and sure. it's his own fun mm-hmm. twist on the Devo ouvre. So is this recipe with elote, and you can also get a peach honey glazed
2: chicken with mashed sweet potatoes, collard greens, and Thai basil. Check out this week's menu. Get
1: your first three meals. Free yes, that's right. F R E E. Just like World B. They're free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JJ Go. That's blueapron.com jjgo slash JJ Go. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Let me add them cakes.
0: Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got too far? Rift no. For that? Please no riffs. No. If any, you want to make up any riffs for our sponsors, Greg, I'm sure they would appreciate it.
1: Should we just give it a quick let me at them cakes?
2: Nah, 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 nah. Hey, <laughs> if you got a job that you
1: need a person for, yeah. why not go let's say you got a let's say you got a big fat job burning a hole in your pocket.
2: You're like, I got a job. It don't got a person. Yeah. You go to Zip Recruiter.
1: Somebody's got to work those pulleys and levers. With Zip Recruiter, you can
2: post your job to a hundred plus job sites with just one click. Click. Find out today why Zip Recruiter. You has know what I used, just. Do you know what, what I you, just you did? You posted your job to hundred job sites. Yeah, just like that. Click yeah, with Zip Recruiter. They've been used by businesses of all sizes to it's find called, the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. It's called click training.
1: <laughs> it's very popular now. <laughs>
2: hey, uh, right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Whoa, wait, whoa, bro, So just do S-R-E-E-E? it. If you got the if, <laughs> you yeah, just like World B? Yes, it's free. You go to ziprecruiter.com slash JJGo and you get to try it for free. SlipRecruiter.com slash JJGo? Yeah, that's how you try it for free. Uh, one more time. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. There you go.
1: Greg, you got a riff?
0: Bow! Hell yeah. 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 We
1: also have something <laughs> this week. Greg Barrent, musician from the
0: reigning monarchs. <laughs> uh, That's starring funky. in That's Hello, Hello funky. Dolly. Yeah, yeah. kind of funky. We, we. <laughs> Hello Dolly in Louis C.K.'s Hello Dolly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh we also have something up on uh the Jumbotron. Our thanks this week to our friends at VG Kids. VG Kids, they make our uh T shirts here at Maximum Fun HQ.
2: It's a full service screen printing company. If you got if you need t shirts, if you need posters, they have specialty inks, black light reactive, glow, glow in, in the, the dark! dark. And hey, they have a wide range of papers, including recycled stock, holographic foil, wood veneer, and everything in between. And you can get ten percent off if you go over to them and mention Jordan Jesse Go VGkids.com. Ink it up. Oh, that's good. Thank you. My jazzy. was kind of more of a yeah. It was kind of more of, more of, like of a, a smooth, muted, jazzy, easy
1: listening kind of as riff. opposed to Gregory's antic rock styling. Yeah.
0: Ooh, I got the best whammy bar. VG kids, and get up.
2: (laughs) Meow.
1: Meow. Oh, I gotta save that kitty. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
0: Do you love books? Want to get more out of all that reading
2: you do? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Meara. Join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, where we help you read better. Reading Glasses is a show about book culture, teaching you how to enhance your literary life and solve your bookish problems, like, How do you get out of a reading slump? What's the best book light to use in bed while your partner's trying to sleep? Where do you hide the bodies of the people who talk while you're trying to read? In the basement of
0: my apartment building. Ooh, that's a good place.
2: Let Bria and I improve your reading life every Thursday on Reading
0: Glasses, Maximum Fund's new culture podcast. Learn, Learn how to read better. La, la, la,
1: la, 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 la. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
0: And when, Greg Barron. It's my nickname. Greg Barrett, Winter Davis. <laughs> Winter re, Respect is my first name. Yeah. Greg Barrett celebrating
1: over 10 years of appearing on Jordan Jesse Go. Probably
0: haven't looked it up. And forgetting it every time. Every time it's new. Every I have time. I, I have with you guys I have like one of those uh, movie premises where I can't remember what we oh, yeah, happen sh- yesterday. Sure. We're on our fifty we're probably on our what are we on our seventh or eighth of our fifty one dates. Yeah, yeah. Fifty one so, first day. So we're gonna
2: yeah. take you to feed a seal next. Yeah, yeah. is
0: Rob Schneider here? Because I I've yeah, wait to see what yeah, character we have he is. Ro- yeah, it's a, it's what it's offensive. <laughs>
2: <I hope so. laughs> it's offensive, Greg. He's uh, pansexual
0: and pan Asian. Yeah,
2: right. Yes, it
0: could be. Pan. Yeah.
2: So he's 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 branching out. Not only is he doing offensive ethnic characters. But right. he's also going to be doing um, uh, kind of offensive uh, characters of different
0: sexualities. Fantastic! So he's really branching out. And he's b- backing that all up with his Trump support.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Keeps getting better and better. Oh, it really does. Rob Schneider, streaming on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> oh Doesn't he have a Netflix show? Doesn't he have a Louis where he's, he, he wanders around? Yes.
0: Rob. First off, it would be nice to see a comedian get a show where he can just be a comedian. Yeah. Or have we? Well, seen no. You that
2: also have now. to wander around either L.A. or New York.
0: How's your life going?
2: Yeah. Oh, are you? I'm asking you. How
0: is it going? Oh, are you you're saying the, that uh, I
2: could wander around? I'm just saying.
0: I no. But how is your life going in this scenario? Would yeah. you? When oh, or,
1: it's your... not going well. It's not going well. No. I can can I just? I'm just going to give you guys a quick pitch for a show. Okay. I love it. It's based on my life. Okay. Ooh, I like that. I'm a. I'm a. Podcaster. Mm-hmm. Starting yeah. a podcast business, I love it. My family isn't buying it, okay mm-hmm. they don't yeah. think this they don't think this is going to happen. Get a real job, they say. I right. work in a crazy office, mm-hmm. yep. And I'm Zach Braff from
0: Scrubs. Whoa, cool! Oh, my God. That's I th- incredible.
1: I think this thing is gonna be a smash hit. Yeah. Let me
0: ask you this: Is he a fish out of water in the business world? And are there doubting Thomases all around? Oh boy, oh, you,
1: you got it, baby. Especially that harpy wife. <laughs> oh my God,
0: Finn, I'm so glad to see her. And yeah. I hope he has to explain podcasting five or six times mm-hmm. to, his, to old people who don't get it. Yeah, we, they just don't get it.
1: Miss Leah Remini's great in everything. Too. He's a visionary. She's he is be great. a Visionary, so excited about that! Oh, and Jordan, I'm so excited about your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am so tired of. If I could encapsulate what I'm tired of, mm-hmm. it's comedians being funny and doing funny things. Oh, oh I, want I want to always focus. focus
2: on the you're going to love my new hour cereal. then.
0: <laughs> real,
2: <laughs> get real, raw.
0: Yeah, 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 raw. Greg Barrett, mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. yeah. It's nice to have no our one's friend better. Greg
1: Barrett here. Representing Marin county california,
0: sweater up, my dad lives he no one, we don't have any family there anymore my really? dad moved back to the city he lives oh, there, he lives wow. on the top of the hill wow he sold us you know we you know, we bought a we he well, we because uh, he remarried uh oh. he uh he moved uh to uh San francisco, but we we moved there in nineteen seventy three and we bought a home there for in cocaine country in hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a <laughs> home yeah and he sold it for a lot he sold it. You sold it for a lot. He sold a lot.
1: My and in-laws just I sold I their house for a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just is. Uh, yeah. So he lives in. Because uh, he was born. You know, he's a San Francisco guy. So he moved back. Yeah. He moved back. So I, I go to Marin every once in a while. Well, they let you in. And it's nice. I was yeah. just. It, I, lawns made out of, of cashmere. They're literally cashmere they lawns.
1: Have a few, they have a few days. They have a few days a year. They let let in visitors and
0: uh, riffraff. Uh, but you remember where the Robin Wright pens lived there? Really, they live right down the street from my parents, the Robin Wright Pens. Really, there. the he Wright Pens. He wanted to get Pens. his kids. He want this is a, this is a beautiful story. Yeah, and it was, it, 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 he wanted to get his kids out of L. A. So he bought a large property down uh, off of Sir Francis Drake, mm-hmm. uh, which is the, kind of a main vein that cuts its way off of the one hundred and one and all the way out to Fairfax, right? And he was afraid that his kids were going to wander into traffic, so he wanted to build a bridge from his home over the freeway. Hmm. And in onto the other side of the hi- uh, road, it's not a highway, it's a street. It's actually just a street. Uh, and, uh, people said no. And I think it went downhill for them there. Yeah, after a while, then he would. And then uh, That's going to be tough when the rich when start erecting
2: ballot when they start erecting random bridges. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, yeah, be yeah. building our own bridges. And
1: well, just just neighborhood. Well, also also shot Nash Bridges up there too. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Nash Bridges. <laughs> when I was in when I was in high school, Nash Bridges was on television. I attended an arts high school in the theater department. Uh, not one of my teachers had not played three different characters on Nash Bridges oh my god that's so like, local casting on Nash Bridges just had a pool of 50 people yeah. 10 of whom taught at my high school They're just anytime there was three lines on Nash Bridges mm-hmm. the odds were 15% <clears throat> and then Nash Bridges shut down no one ever shot there again and that was the end of that
0: oh my god why don't you go up there to raise money for the school and put on a dramatic um, let, like do a play. I mean, like of a, a, na- sure, of a Nash Bridges. Yeah. Like oh. let's do it real. Do, like do a Nash Bridges, but do it real. Do it. Uh, do it in a kind of a Tennessee Williams way.
2: Oh, you know yeah, you know, sure. Just get, Nash. Nash yeah. strolls in. He's yeah. got a cocktail. Yeah,
1: his wife's drunk again. yeah. Aisha, yeah it's Aisha, so
0: hot there. It's mm, so hot, even yeah. though it's really
1: sure. Yeah. Aisha Tyler would make a good Nash Bridges. This is not a bad idea. Should be a good Bridges oh gosh, with would. Margaret Cho as Cheech. Okay. Yeah, I think we can make this happen with yeah, alumni. Mm-hmm. I I, like There's, that. I mean, everything's coming back these
2: days. Yeah, you know, Arrested Development's coming back. Uh, yeah. Others. Yeah, get them back.
0: I have sure. A, Arrested Development's coming back again, again. Sure. And yeah. So back again, and again. I think you know. time, and, and I think so, it's not weird when you're just like, we're just going to put it back on. But is it? We're just putting the show back on. Yeah.
2: So I mean I think you know obviously there's a lot of places to bring something back. I mean you got your streaming services. Uh, you know I think Will and Grace is coming back to TV proper. Yep. But I think more shows need to come back as regional plays. Yep. You know? <laughs> so oh if Nash God. Bridges goes well, oh my God,
0: Caroline in the City. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. What was it? Was that? Was it Caroline? Caroline in the City. Right. Yeah. yeah I say Caroline in the City. But oh, sure. you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah can yeah, yeah. I
1: say? Can I say one thing about Will and Grace? What, the only weird thing to me about this uh, reboot of Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. It's two thousand seventeen. You don't need Will and Grace anymore. You just have the two funny ones. That's what Right. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. They can look at a picture of Will and Grace and <laughs> yeah. then you remember yeah, something. Like in the intro, there's a picture sure. there's a you just shoot you just do a kind of uh, uh do a kind of uh Ken Burns style pan across a newspaper headline, Will and Grace died mm-hmm. in a tragic fire. Here's the two funny ones from that. Sure, show. yeah.
0: I mean, right? That's what that show Will. was. Was they had a great script about two gay people, and they went, "Well, we can't. make yeah. that. we gotta.
1: Yeah, here's two funny people. Uh, we better put in two fine people. Mm-hmm. Just two fine. people who are fine. Will are and Grace. Are good They're looking. They seem nice.
2: Will and yeah. Grace killed in fire, and then below it, charm to spare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very charming. are <laughs> charming. Sure. Yeah, but you know, let's be honest. Who you're watching that for? Sure. Okay. That's a Megan. That's the Megan Mullally program. If something momentous happens to you, yeah. like Will and Grace <laughs> die in an airplane <laughs> crash, yeah. yeah. To be clear, only the fictional characters would die. No, I don't. We
2: don't wish death on the no, actors. No, I bet
0: there Who I think we've said had chef charm to spare. Charm oh, to wait, spare. These are two fine actors. They were lovely. Yeah, it's not like it's Greg and Dharma. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> well, just they would they would come fuck back. Them. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fuck them. <laughs>
2: And I was going to say, there's our regional revival, it, by the that way. That would be
0: great to bring that back and kill Greg and Dharma off. <laughs> yeah. Because you were like, well, what Were what there happened? other people on that show? Any,
1: I anything guess, can like, Didn't Wrong Dharma show.
0: have it's, a mean mom? At some
1: point, John Larroquette probably played one of their dads. And yeah. Sure. What are we doing with this
0: big empty sitcom? <laughs> yeah. There's all this furniture and there's all these... Other friends?
1: Sure. Oh boy! Okay, when something momentous happens to you, two zero six nine eight four four fun is the telephone number to call. That's two zero six nine eight four four fun. Here's a hot tip: put it in your telephone. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Just do it right now. You're probably listening to this on your telephone. Then it's ready for you. It's our segment: momentous occasions. Here's our first telephone call.
2: Uh, yeah, this is Fish in Seattle, and I just biked between two cities on my rail bike that I designed and built myself. That is a bike. That can ride on railroad tracks. And I did it, and I didn't die, and it only took me 20 years of thinking about it to finally do it. So, yay! Holy shit. I zoned out. What did that guy talk about? He He was talking fast. He said he just I honestly wrote, didn't
1: retain any of it. Well, initially, I thought he said a jail bike, mm-hmm. which I thought was like prison wine. Okay. It's like something you make out of by fermenting cherry juice. Sure. You sharpen enough toothbrushes, you put them together, you make a little bike. A little jail bike? A
2: little jail bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's a jail out, bike? Sure. He, he said something undoubtedly more astonishing, mm-hmm. which is he just built his first rail Bike. Okay. Which is a bicycle that rides on train tracks. Mm -hmm. Has he not
0: just had a regular bicycle? Those will ride on regular train tracks. He, I, mean, am I, I mean, I could be getting this wrong. What? Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I think Greg's right. I haven't heard of this.
0: But is it? Uh, so I, I'm assuming. It rides on the rail. Well. It must ride right, on the that's rail. That's right. On the rail. So he basically, so you know the thing that. You, that uh, the, the, Yeah, the hobo pumper. Yeah, the, hobo pumper. <laughs> <laughs> the hobo pumper, right. Yeah. So he's making just, the hobo pump motion. He, he removed the pump action. <laughs> right. With the cycling action. Right? By the oh. way, I'm thinking about getting a hobo pumper for
1: analogous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's make sure it has a flared base. <laughs> okay,
0: got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Without oh. a base, without that a trace. Beautiful. Nothing to Coco taught us any- and-
2: Coco taught us anything without a yeah. base,
1: without a trace. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, um, yeah. I so and then he wrote and then he rode
1: between two cities. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know I mean? Here's my feelings about it. My f- initial feeling is fuck you in your pipe. Sure. Okay. Go stick your parrot up your ass. Right. Okay. That's my initial. Get your feeling. iguana mm-hmm.
2: out of this Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. The blank patch go to for weird on purpose. Guana, <laughs> iguana and a Starbucks. <laughs> However, oh penny farthing. <laughs> However It's the iguana's name.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. That, I love it.
2: Come penny farthing, I've got you your unicorn
1: frappuccino. There is an element to this in There's my mind. There's a cockatiel mind. down the street I have my anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> I have gone too far.
1: There's an element of Never. this in my mind of the triumph of the human spirit. So can, wait, can like I get some... that guy who made his own bicycle powered airplane that flew across the English Channel. Mm-hmm. There's something incredible to me. It's like a to my mind there's a part of it that feels like a remarkable uh, a remarkable solo. it's like a voyage of the Mimi right sort of tale of survival a uh, remarkable mode of conveyance story like Kon Tiki is this guy so this guy made I, one of these and is
2: like illegally Riding and around, is this like a danger? Well,
0: so, you're not allowed on train tracks. Let's just put that sure. out there, unless I believe you are a train. Yeah, that feels <laughs> like the rules of train. the train track. Any, anything else barring train, <laughs> I think that's dicey. Sure,
1: but, woo-ah, woo-ah. damsel in distress. Oh,
0: yeah, that's, yep. true. that's yep. true. That's true. That's right. Yep, so that would be, yeah, and or I, I guess, I guess let's be point, inclusive,
1: I, a damsel in
2: distress.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done. Men can be in distress too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But what I, I once love caught is, a
1: Dave's in distress. This, this. big—that's <laughs> the only thing I remember from the movie Dave. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're just whipping along in, in a car, and you look across the highway, right? And now we pan to a wide, and there's just this dude. And I kind of see I feel like he has to pump a lot to go a short way. Sure. Oh, so he's yeah. right, he's really wizard Lots of, of awesome like he's da, 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 right and then mm-hmm. that thing is just kind of moving along and you just go what the fuck and then you're done with it like you just from the yeah. highway did I, I love did I it. see it's that. It's so yes. bizarre. There's also a part of
1: it that I like because you take a bicycle and then you put train wheels on it mm-hmm. and it sort of reminds me of getting a new set of tires in RC Pro-Am mm-hmm. for the Nintendo. Sure. Or possibly that remote-controlled truck where the claws came out of the wheels, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe was called the Animal, perhaps. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and uh, both of those things, there's a part of it that I like because it feels like you're giving a cartoon superpower to a standard bicycle. <laughs> well,
0: and here's this. So I ride my. I get up at four thirty-ish about every morning, and I ride. I have, a, <clears throat> I have a beach cruiser, and I ride my bike. Around the valley, anywhere from seven to twenty-five miles, right? Cool. And it's a it's it, it is a bike that feels a lot like an old Stingray. It's, you know, it's got the ape hangers and it's got big fat tires and it's the pedals are front. You it feels get it. Like you being exercise
1: within the context no. of your personal aesthetic,
0: right? But also, but also the way it's set up is it, for, it feels like when I rode a bike as a kid before the advent of the you know ten speed or a dirt yeah, bike. yeah, right. So for him to get on a bicycle and then ride... And when you rode around, you're like, oh, my God, this is pre-having a car. This is what it feels like. So to know what the train experience is from the track, as a person riding on the track, that could be kind of great. What's it like to be a train, sexually? (laughs) Sure. Well, my baby thinks she's a train. The Triffids, (laughs) 1985.
1: (laughs) Good year. Good year. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a great year for Triffids. Uh, Can I tell you... One thing, mm-hmm. it would be thrilling to be on one of those things, and you go into a tunnel. You know what I'm talking about, baby. I do, I do, baby. You know what I'm talking I about, do. baby. And
0: a train coming the the other way.
2: Oh, maybe I if a train the hits the guy, yeah, is it endanger the people on the train? Mm. No, I think it, just it ruins the backwards. life of the conductor. <laughs> who
1: kills him? Yeah, he flies. Off I don't that know. Thing. Does that, your
0: weirdo thing have to be that dangerous? It depends on how much front end there is. I mean, maybe it just knocks him backwards. Yeah, and he just he, goes home. Whoa!
1: Yeah, they're like not in this town, friend. Mm-hmm. What do you think the wheels look like?
0: He's got a. Yeah, I think they're huge. I'm sure. Do you they're think probably they go?
1: Not. Do you think they're like like it's one wheel and it goes down clank onto the thing, or do you think it's like a big platform? With a bicycle in the middle of it, and he pedals, and it's got four wheels.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it.
1: Yeah, I that's it that's, that's like less a... good. I imagined it with two wheels that have like lips on the sides that go on top of the track, and it goes around like that.
0: So he's just on one part of the track.
1: Yeah, that's why I was so excited about it. If it's just a hobo pumper with a bicycle instead of a pump, mm-hmm. that's not that great. I
0: but guess then I'm you're riding right. on the yeah. side of the train track.
2: I
1: guess I am worried
2: about the guy getting hit by the train the people on the train being hurt right. or the conductor's life being ruined cuz he right. looked at a guy who he killed i
0: right. worry about him suddenly being in a chris pine movie sure it's a, yeah right. maybe a train but
1: denzel's there it's going to be okay oh, it's going to be all right Denzel, i love there. i like chris pine a concern me too. a concern that i have is could this set back high speed rail in california just through sheer embarrassment could be like, will people not support Governor Brown's plan to bring high speed mm-hmm. high speed rail between Los Angeles and San Francisco because they're like, Yeah, but did you see that guy the had a goofball bicycle on it? The...
2: I would say we... that I'm worried, but I guess if 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 anybody knows when his town's trains are coming, it's this guy.
1: It's the train <laughs> oh cyclist. God. Yeah, <laughs> this guy probably cyclist. spends a lot of time. Must be
0: so excited. We really memorizing a the lot train out schedule. We really...
1: I hope he has one of those Tour de France helmets mm-hmm. that sort of have a teardrop in the back. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah? about? And sure. then you drop your hel- You look like that. Uh, that helmet that the bad guys from Star Wars wears.
0: Spl- I never even imagined that he'd be. I was wondering if he's wearing the. Now I'm wondering, does he wear the the, the-, the bike stuff? Oh mm. yeah, sure.
1: Like a sleek.
0: Yeah, like the, yeah, the unit Whatever it is, has it has a Ninja turn.
1: I imagine kind of a turn-of-the-century minor look. That's the way I oh, felt, yeah, too. Yeah, let's sure. leave
0: it there. He seems much mm-hmm. cooler than that. Okay, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse Go.
2: This is Will in Chicago. Uh, I teach after-school classes, and as the school year's wrapping up, sometimes I'll get uh, a couple little gifts from students or their parents, and one of my students I've had for a couple of years brought me a thank-you card this year, and in it were two $10 Panera gift cards. Uh, I gratefully went to Panera to buy some stuff with them, thinking I'd get some goodies with the on gift card. Only discovered that one of the gift cards had 878 on it, and the other one only had 250. So, uh, I guess in total I had one $10 gift card, uh, but I kind of wish I would have known that beforehand. But, well, he's eight. What does he know? Uh, love the show. Thanks a bunch, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Why do you... Good for that kid. So he's just re-gifting Panera's? Yeah, that kid just got it... Or his mom. Yeah. Just somebody got a $10 Panera gift card. Used a little bit shit, of it. Then was like, ah, oh, fuck this. I have, give this to your fucking, give this give this to the soccer, soccer I can't kid. eat any
2: more broccoli teacher. cheese
1: soup.
0: Yeah. Or. Or. The stupidest Panera employee. Made the manager come over and go. Did you put the tax in there yet? Yeah, it's just ten dollars. Yeah. Did you just give him an eight dollar and seventy five cent <laughs> card? Now he doesn't. He. It's a ten dollar oh, card. You right. put the tax on top. Yeah. Now we gotta give him. Oh my god. Just give him. Just give him another card. No. No. Put it on another card. Oh my god. And the person's like, I have to go. I don't care. I'll take both. Please. Can I please go? Yeah. No. Maybe you're right. And scene. I acted out both parts. The characters didn't sound a lot different. I apologize. No,
1: I mean, it's subtle. You You are better than the real Don Johnson, in my opinion. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you. That was incredible. I'm not saying I was auditioning, but I'm just saying. People people will know you
2: as Nash Bridges and not him.
1: That would be helpful. Let's take our next
2: call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Adam calling from eastern Massachusetts with a momentous occasion that happened this morning.
0: I like your audience. Uh, bringing
2: my son, Benjamin... To his daycare and he was a couple feet ahead of me walking down the hallway carrying his little lunch bag gets the door of his classroom makes a hard left so he's square up to the door facing the little handle right at three-year-old height lifts his right leg and just kicks the door open like he's on a SWAT raid somewhere walks right into the room drops his lunch bag and jacket right on the floor and just melts into his class kids going to play I was absolutely floored I had two thoughts come to mind, one, who
0: are you, and what did you do with my child, and two, please teach me to be as cool as you,
2: anyhow, thanks. love the show
0: yeah,
1: that's so, what's
2: up. Tell so the kid needs a catchphrase, yeah, how about time to color, motherfucker
1: yeah, that's
0: pretty solid. that person that was gonna wear itself out when he drowns at lake Havasu. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I could take it to the dark place. He sounds like it's a, a concern fella. it's a concern, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is a man already sure. I mean, that kind a, of a surety. I still yeah. don't have that kind of a surety in my own home. Yeah. Passions burn hot in the
1: three-year-old's classroom. I'll tell you that right now. Kick this is up. a man who will grow up to chug. Yes.
2: yes. This man has chugging in his future.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he'll encourage others to also chug. Sure. He might even say chug, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he might even say chug, motherfucker. That could be
1: his, maybe that should be his catchphrase right now. Pick chug, motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah, pretty soon he's just going to be kicking down the doors of Buffalo Wild Wings. Everybody's got something to chug. Yeah, you know about what? we that? do all have. Or he wants to have do that. Fucking, how about that for some fucking life advice? Yeah. Man, we just got we just invented not to are not just that into you. Right? Just not that into you. Yeah, Everybody's got something to chug.
2: Hey, if you're out there and you crochet, yeah. Send us a nice throw pillow. Yeah. With the slogan, everybody's got
1: something to chug. Everyone does
0: have something to chug. What are we going
1: to do with all the extra throw pillows? Because we're going to get 500. Yeah. If you're... How about this? If you're, if you're out there. you are out there
0: And you them.
2: don't. Oh, yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> Maybe I could trade them at Panera a for some Panera
0: broccoli cheese soup. <laughs> Everyone's got something to <laughs> chug? What does that mean?
1: <laughs> Miss Darlene at my son's preschool is just looking at the pillow like, I don't. What is you yeah. can take off the C and it just says hug. Oh, that's a good Everybody's point. got something to hug. Yeah. Even if it's something lonely. Yeah. Like mm. this pillow. Yeah. You got it. Well, we'll be back. There's a beautiful note to end this segment this on. This is nice. We'll be back. And let's, can we just feel this for a second? <sighs> oh, good. My mushrooms are kicking in. <laughs> we'll be back. Circulating breathing. Just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
0: And Greg Barrett. Greg Barrett. Greg Barrett. Greg. Yeah.
1: It's nice to see you,
0: friend. Oh, it's always good to see you guys.
1: What a what a joy. I you know what my only. You know what my only beef with Greg Baron is. Hmm. Looks better than me. Not doesn't come on the show enough. How about that?
0: Yeah. How about? Oh, right? I know. I, I think a. I, I will. I will come on here every time. Hell B, yeah. The, Hell uh, yeah. You are your own magic. This, this guy's out here. Good. This guy's out here. Beach
1: cruising. Mm-hmm. Beach cruising. He's look. He's he looks. He looks taut. Mm-hmm. He looks tight. He looks. Uh, he's got. He's got his his, his signature hair is. It's uh, fully present.
0: Well, that is very nice of you to say. But I am also, if you see me out there and you see a homeless guy on a bicycle, they we do not look that dissimilar. <laughs> no. We really don't. We really don't. They ride the big bikes. Uh, they're old. They're lean. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, that's a, a good point. A little weather. <laughs> that's a good
0: point. And they had a backpack. Yeah.
1: Probably both are wearing Van Halen T-shirts from the late 90s. That's
0: right. Yeah. yeah, the ones you didn't even you were like, why do I have this? That's yeah, all right.
1: well, you know, get out there on the bike, Gregory Barrett at Gregory Barrett on Twitter. That's right. It's a fun place to check in with Greg Barrett. Check in, yeah. Do I'm it.
0: We're writing it. We have another book coming out called uh, uh, "It's uh, uh, It's Called uh, How to Keep Your Marriage from Sucking," and hmm. um, that'll be out probably by Christmas. Hell yeah!
1: Greg Barrett is a man you can rely on for some quality life advice that will actually be funny.
0: Because in between books I'm out there making horrible mistakes and then mining them for <laughs> yeah.
1: books. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And you're not gonna have a be- you're not gonna have a better time than going to see Greg Barron when he comes to your town. Oh yeah. Get out there. Greg Barron Greg Barrett out there out there working the road. Mm-hmm. Greg Barron knows how to come in come into town on a Thursday and kill all weekend, head back home to his family You're sweet. with a with a big fat check. cha ching Greg Barron yeah. knows how to how to how to handle a little a little bit of the old the old song and dance road show.
2: Hey, while we're plugging, yeah. Can I just uh, I want to talk about two very fun podcasts that I was on recently. Oh, yeah. Uh hosted by very cool people. They are new shows. I want to drive people to them. I will have to look at Facebook first. Jesse and Greg, vamp while
1: I'm looking at this. Well, I always love to, Jordan, I always love to check in on a podcast when my friend Jordan Morris is a guest on there, because you know why that is, Greg? He's hilarious. Yeah, because Jordan Morris Eh. is going to bring the heat. Eh. It's a fire hose every time. Eh. Yeah. Okay, I guess a fire hose is for eliminating heat, but either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the fire hose. he never, he never yeah, mixes metaphors. you say metaphor. he brings the fire hose? When I and I was talking about, that's I the, wasn't even talking about like the heat or the water. I was just talking about his crank. Oh, right, right, so right. So I call it the sure. fire hose. You
2: bring yeah. in the fire hose. Yeah. Um, it suppresses protesters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my there's God. protesters. I'll beat them back.
0: Yeah. What, what else could we do with this fire hose? <laughs> wait a minute. There's a disruption downtown.
2: <laughs> um,. Hey, I was on a podcast called Heaven Knows I'm Morrissey Now, uh, hosted by Ed Salazar and Kate Dwyer. You go on you talk about your favorite Morrissey song. I love it. Uh, I had a blast on that show. Who doesn't uh,
1: like an Ed Salazar? I don't know Kate Dwyer, but she's Ed lovely Salazar too. is a real peach. I know uh, Kate
0: Dwyer. She's funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's very funny. They are they're two great hosts. Uh, I am glad that Los Angeles stand-up comedians are finally talking about Morrissey.
0: Right. It's about time. Yeah. It really is.
2: Um, it was a very fun show. Uh, and we even talked about how uh, we like Morrissey's music, but realize that he's a real piece of shit now. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't go unmentioned. Yeah.
0: I right. had a friend who was in his band for a year, met him never.
1: I believe, I believe <laughs> met that. Met him never. Yeah. you probably <laughs> flounces out on stage. Yeah. That's right.
0: Goes, that's it. There's and it's no... not like
1: the man was there playing the French horn. No.
0: It wasn't no, no, no. just down in no. the pit. No, of maybe. the Morrissey concert. Some people may even refer to that as the engine of the band. Yeah. nothing. A sideways glance every now and again, but that's it. Yeah,
2: and A uh, really uh, hilarious sketch comedian uh, Maddie Wagger uh, hosts a podcast called Fart This, where <laughs> you have a She describes the scenario, and then you make a fart sound. <laughs> it's a fucking blast. You should listen to it. Uh, Is it yeah, just check one scenario? Those. Uh, it's a no. It's a whole. It's a, It's like a party game where someone describes a fictitious scenario. If that has a fart, and then you make the fart sound it 's mm-hmm. a lot of fun uh, these are all very fun people, new podcasts check them out fart this fart
1: this, fart
2: this. heaven knows i 'm Morrissey now that sounds like a great time blast
1: well look we 're headed off to max Funcon uh, it will have already com- it will be just in the bu- in the books by the time this is mm-hmm. finished. I want to encourage people who uh, might not be coming to Max FunCon to come check out Max FunCon East. Mm. Still have some tickets available for Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's in the Poconos. Greg's been to Max FunCon. I've been to Max FunCon. You, you might have, I even was have Max been Max FunCon on a boat. You might have even been at like Max FunCon one.
0: Maybe Max FunCon two. Maybe I think it might have been. I think it might have been two. Yeah, I think it might have been two. Whatever it was, mm. it was. Uh, fantastic time truly one of the best times I, I feel like friends it's h- from that weekend
1: it's hard to describe to people what it is without it sounding weird and confusing it's like it is
0: but in a good way no it's a manageable festival with yes. a bed and it's yeah. curated by people with taste yeah that sounded judgmental at all festivals that's not what <laughs> I meant that is not what I meant But we're looking like, at you bumper shoots. I, I didn't really know what it hey, was hey Bonnaroo suck Greg mm-hmm. Barron's fire hose how about that uh, but uh, yeah, the, the first time I went, I, it was like I didn't know what the experience was going to be, and I was like, this was singular and really, really great.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, you know, you go and there's uh, there's classes, there's yeah. talks. Yeah,
0: and... I took Roderick's, I took a I took Roderick's uh, songwriting class. Oh, One there the you best, go. Yeah, it was fantastic. Roderick's Roderick, teaching, yeah. teaching that this year. Yeah, he's great. He's great at it. He's
1: Ro- fun. Roderick's going to be there. I guess the thing's already happened. Roderick's going to be uh, on our friend Guy Branham's talk show, The Game Show. Hey, hey. It's going to be a blast at Max FunCon, or will have been a blast by the time you hear this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so MaxFunCon.com for all the information, or just follow the hashtag MaxFunCon on Twitter right now. Like, type that into Twitter right now and see what people are saying about the time that they had this past weekend and see what I like to have that time over Labor Day weekend in the Poconos, because it's going to be a hoot and a holler. That's, a, that's a how I would characterize it. Loot yeah. and hollow. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. Even more fun than the Stagecoach Festival, which Greg Barrett says can go right up its own asshole.
0: Oh, man. I was just hating on festivals, man. I'm going after all of them. boo hoo meh 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 Oh, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no. mm-hmm. no uh, Woodstock. <laughs> Oh, oh I want to have a moat of Eww. Jello. I, I'm for afternoon stand-up in a tent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no tents. No tents at Max
1: FunCon. No, no tents. tents.
0: Well, t- uh, let's see. Daniel Butterwell
1: on the boards this week. Our uh, good friend Sunny D. Brian Fernandez, producer of the program, from all the way over in. London, England. Mm. Where? Here's some shit we should plug. Sure. We're going to be at the London Podcast Festival. Find the information and ticket link at maximumfun.org, London, England. Yeah, do it. Now I'm going to be real. I'm going to give you some real talk. Prioritize this shit. Sure. Cuz we're flying 6,000 miles and we do not have that many fans. No. So between those two things, if you are listening to this and you are in London, you have to come. Yeah. If you all come,
2: maybe we'll have a full house it'll be okay as long as everyone
1: comes you all have to come you, but you have to maybe come. bring a friend this is not a thing that you can fuck around on okay? and we're not coming back we're no absolutely not because we won't be invited back this is the one not after time. you didn't come
2: come on so just fucking you have like four months london
1: I'm not saying Josie Long's going to be there, not least because I haven't emailed her about it yet. But maybe. she probably will. But maybe. Let's be honest. If she's in town. She's a famous British comedian, known for her charm. Come to our show.
0: She's quite good. Okay.
1: MaximumFun.org, you can find information about that. At Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Gregory
0: Barron. Barron. B-E-H-R-E-N-D-T, at Gregory Barron on Twitter. Holler at that
1: guy. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com and on Facebook, where you should join the Max MaxFun group. And you should like Jordan Jesse Go. And you should tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend about the show. Especially if they love storytelling and data journalism. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.